It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of Locked On NHL. Ivan Provorov making headlines off the ice and Steven Stamkos making headlines on the ice. We'll discuss those two situations and we will do a kind of a truncated uh, power ranking. We'll just give you our top five. And if you have enough times, two two new jerseys and uniforms, one for the Coyotes and the All-Star Game jerseys have leaked as well. We'll talk about that. New episode of Locked On NHL is coming at you. For Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to... Another Thursday edition of Locked On NHL. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. From Locked On Avalanche, I am Chris Maselli from Locked On Lightning. He is Mr. Mixtape Adam Denker. And uh, like we said in the beginning, we'll be going to be touching on a couple new uniforms that have been, well, one was announced and the other has been leaked. But um, I think we know what the All-Star jerseys are going to be. Are they thumbs up, thumbs down for for both of these sets? Um, and like I said, uh, I mean, just like a top five that we'll do. Um, but we're going to start with hockey being in the news um, off the ice. You like when hockey's in the news for on the ice stuff, which we will get to with Steven Stamkos. Uh, but this is kind of like a situation that's, that's bigger than the game right now. Um, but at the same time, kind of focusing in on the game and saying, like, hey, do we still have a lot more to do here? And that's obviously Ivan Provorov. And if for whatever reason you have not heard, briefly I'll summarize what happened in uh, the warm-up game. It was the Flyers' pride night, and uh, they decided to wear warm-up jerseys that had rainbow numbers and kind of, uh, you know, backing – LGBTQIA plus and, uh, you know, that whole movement and like every team in the league does once a year, every team's required to do it. This was the Flyers day to do it. And Provost was, was nowhere to be seen in warmups. I don't know if people that really meant thought anything of it to begin with. And then when the game started, he was there, played more minutes than anybody in that game. And then it was asked afterwards, why was he not there? And because of his religious beliefs, he did not want to take part in that warm-up and wear that uniform or that jersey, that warm-up jersey. So now you have, you know, this discussion that's come back again. Um, and, you know, the reason why the NHL does this is hockey is for everyone. And Provost did come out and say, he's like, while I respect everybody, I want people to respect my religious beliefs. And there's arguments to be had on both sides of it. And, Right now, that's that's kind of where we stand. They didn't bench him for it, clearly. John Tortorella seems to be backing him wholeheartedly on this, and a lot of people do, and a lot of people don't. So I'll get your take on it, and we'll go from there. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird situation. Um, I, I did hear earlier today that Provorov did speak with the team before the decision was made for him not to go out to warm-ups. And I feel like if the Flyers locker room is okay with it, then 
for that reasoning, as long as it doesn't ruffle any feathers within the team, I don't see, I, I get why people are offended by it. I understand it. But at the same time, you know, he came here, obviously, you know, he, he's allowed to express his religious beliefs as long as he's not har outwardly harming anyone, which I feel like in this situation, him not partaking rather than going out there and they're possibly seeing some incident happening where maybe he just goes out there and he's not wearing the jersey. That could have been a whole lot worse than going out there, not going out there at all. So I I, I understand where he's coming from. And I think, honestly, you know, he's allowed to, like I said, he's allowed to express his religious beliefs as long as it's not outwardly hurting anyone. And he didn't. He actually did the opposite. He chose to excuse himself from the observance of this movement. And I think that, you know, while people might be upset with it and they are hundred percent with a well within their power too, I feel like he, at the, at the end of the day, I think he did the right thing uh, for, for everybody involved, because like I said, it could, he could have gone out there and made a different kind of statement and could have made this situation or I guess the talk around this a whole lot worse than it really should have been. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if he came out and and was critical and, you know, <clears throat> was negative and angry towards the LGBTQ community, like, then that's a whole nother ball game. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, but I will say this, I, I, and I can't speak for him because he spoke for himself. Um, but this is kind of what I, what I wish happened, right? I, I, I kind of wish he just looked at the situation differently. And, and he looked at it kind of maybe like, and this is weird to say, like outside of the religious aspect of it. And I get that, you know, his decision was religious based, but I kind of religion based. I kind of wish like he kind of looked at it beyond that. And he saw that there's 20 other guys out there right now warming up in these uniforms. And he sees that every single team in the league does this same thing and they have their own pride night. And he kind of would step back and say, like, okay, like, this is obviously important to a lot of people, right? And and it might not, like, align with, with my beliefs, but the guys I go to battle with every day, it is with them. It, it, it is – it does align with their beliefs. So – you know, I can be, I can be open enough and support them for one practice warm up, and still believe what I believe. You know what I mean? And, and show support yeah. to them, while it's not going to take away from your beliefs. You know, and and the hardcore religious people would probably look at that and 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 not like that he would have done that, but. I, I'm willing to believe that there's a, a, a lot of open-minded religious followers who wouldn't have had a problem with it. You're not going to, you're not going to, you know, it's not going to be hundred percent on either side. It's not going to, you're going to have people that if he did that, if he had done that, if he had just looked at it as like, okay, well, I, it's not something that I support clearly an entire league, the majority of the, the league supports it. I can suck it up for 20 minute warm up and and wear a jersey while at the same time not changing how my my deeply rooted core values in his opinion. You know I mean I think I think you can yeah. have it both ways if you're Provorov. And instead of going the route that he went, 
um, you know, he's caused more discussion now because of what he did than if he had just gone out there and and worn the warm up jersey, then go play the game, and you wouldn't he wouldn't be in the situation that he is. Maybe with a few people who even knew that he was religious. Yeah, that's not something you just put out there all the time. So you know, for for those people who know that he's deeply religious, they would get a hold of him personally. And instead of all of social media being on him, and I understand why they are. Yeah. I, I it, it's a tough situation, and um, you know, it, it's it, you get you kind of do get both sides of it. But I just wish it went a different way, because you just people have their beliefs, and you can you can disagree with them, and and you can and say like I don't agree with what you believe in, but there's to me there's other ways. To handle it, if I if I believed what Provorov believed in, in which I don't, um, I think I still could have like looked at it objectively and said, okay, these are my teammates. Yeah, all of them are okay with this, and and they believe in it. I'm gonna go support them in this. I kind of just wish it went that route because you're not gonna change his mind. And I yeah. think that's where the disconnect <clears throat> is: is people are so mad at him, they want him to change his mind. And, yeah. I, and that's not going to happen. You can't change his mind because of, he's, he's clearly deeply rooted in this. But you can say, like, can you look at it in a different way, at least for a little bit? Don't change your mind altogether because it's yeah. just not going to happen. People are so ingrained with so many things in this world, like politically, obviously with religion. It's tough to completely flip somebody. Yeah. But you can just make them look at it maybe in a different light and go down a different road that, that satisfies everybody. Yeah, hundred percent, and I and I think that the backlash that he's getting, unfortunately, and you know, you see this with everybody, with everybody with everything these days, the backlash that he is getting now, I feel is only instead of him trying to be more, instead of open him up more to that world and and, and being accepting mm. of that, it's only going to make him uh, push his create more distance for himself in that now, unfortunately, yeah. but. Because a big a big part yeah. of this whole Pride Night for the league is is to have discussions and to say like this this sport is for everybody, and right. okay you have a guy who doesn't believe that okay like again we're not trying to like change it but let's talk about it let let's come come to a common ground here why don't you believe it? here's where I'm coming from let me hear where you're coming from and that's where dialogue is had and maybe ten years down the road he gets it and yeah. and he changes his tune you don't know. Well, but, um, I, I think, Chris, also, it kind of goes back to that mentality. And, and this isn't every sport where you have your guys that and, and your and your girls, of course, and, you know, the, the women's sports, you have your individuals, your athletes who also want to be more than the athlete. They want to be a voice for people who don't have a voice. Um, mm. And that's their calling. That's what they like to do. And then there's other people that just want to play the sport that they love. And that's it. They just want yeah. to go to the arena, practice, play, leave. That's it. And Provorov, I I told you before the recording, you know, he's one of my favorite players in the league. I think he's that guy. I mean, religion aside, I think he just wants to play hockey. Like, yeah, and and, and I think the way he said it, he said things. And, and I agree with you 100%. I think it could have been handled better. But I think he – he handled it as well as someone who views the situation he does could have. 
Hmm. Um, it could have been a lot worse. So oh, I think sure, he's sure. I think he's one of those individuals that just, you know, I said what I got to say. I respect these people. I respect who they are as people. Um, I just want to play hockey. That's it. And and I get that. So, you know, it, it's 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 just an unfortunate situation. Obviously, you know, you never want the NHL or any player in the league to make uh, to make news off the ice for the wrong reasons. Um, I think the there is, though, a lot of positives um, as long as it doesn't get ugly on social media, because you do have that that cache of people on social media who can very well get very hurtful in these situations. And so it's going to come down to the people who are involved in these programs in in pride night and people with the the flyers and his teammates to kind of say like, Hey, like let's have the conversation without making this a situation where he feels like he's being approached by an angry mob of people. Mm. And I don't know, you know, what conversations were had within the right. team. I, I don't. Right. Um, I did hear one thing that it was like right before warmups is when he said, I'm not, I'm not taking part in this. Oh. I don't know if that's hundred percent accurate or not. That's the only thing I've really heard. I don't know if this was like leading up to like in the weeks leading up to it, if their conversations yeah. were had, that's the only thing that I did hear about it. And if you're asking, well, they've been doing pride nights for a little while now. What, you know, how come this didn't come up with him in years in the past? Apparently, this was the first year the, the Flyers went to jerseys in warmups. Yeah, and in the and before it was just if you want to put the rainbow tape on your stick during warmups, you can do that. And a lot of players don't do that. It's not doesn't mean that they're they're not supportive of it. It's just like they're not gonna they don't do that. They do it in other ways. Um, and he never did it. So because he was one of several that didn't, nobody really picked up on it. Yeah. So that's kind of why it didn't happen in in years past. So right. It was, I mean, and, and as far as on the ice goes, like this will be interesting to see what happens because flyers are going to be sellers in terms of where he and he could have been the guy that's on uh, on the market. Um, yeah. This no doubt will scare some teams away. Not all of them. <laughs> There's some teams that don't care about this stuff and uh, right or wrong. Uh, there's there's all it takes yeah. is one team to say like, oh, yeah, we'll take him. Um, but I, I don't think there's any question that there's some teams that, see this and like we don't want that pr and hr nightmare right now so we'll see we'll see where it goes in terms of uh if, if he is dealt between now and the trade deadline so. yeah all right um let's hear from bet online and then we will get to your boy mr steven stamkos on the ice 500 goals uh does that get him in the hall of fame i don't know i just maybe just squeaks him in maybe just you're, you're not amused. You're not amused. Sorry. All right. <laughs> BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends from every professional and amateur league out there. From the NFL playoffs to the NBA to the NHL, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And you were talking about your boys, your G-men. Who are they going up against? They, they got the Eagles, playing right? The, playing the Eagles this week. And oh, so uh, their season's over. Listen, man, I'm telling you, I think that if people feeling are good? Putting, I'm feeling great. I think, you know, if we wish for a miracle in San Francisco, we have a chance to beat back-to-back division rivals on en route to uh, another Super Bowl 
win, but we got to get past Philly this week. And I, if if you are looking for to to get some money this week, I I really think that putting money on the money line for the Giants, I mm-hmm. mean, all you have to lose is your self respect, <laughs> because if they lose, you know. <laughs> if they yeah. lose, you lose money. If if they win, then you know you yeah. look like a genius. So yeah, yeah, you just you lose your house or you look like a genius. Which which one do you want? Would you rather spend the summer with your kids and your wife or so on the sidewalk? <laughs> uh, so, give give me a prediction. Give me a score prediction right now. Uh, I'm saying 28-19 Giants. Okay. All right, we'll check in next week. Uh, if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more over at betonline.net, and that's where the game starts. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member fdic all right so let's uh get to kind of uh some big moment a big moment on the ice and that is uh your boy steven stamkos getting his 500th goal uh he also got 501 right in that same game he he also got a hat trick in that game and but, he became, but the the so was it with the it third was goal five, was 501 it, it was 501, 2, and 3. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, he was at no, 499. Could... He was at 499 coming into the last night. So then if 500, 501, 502. Well, good thing your math yes. is better than mine. I, I, yes, <laughs> I, I, I'm good at mathing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, uh, a big deal. If you're watching over on YouTube, we're going to put a graphic up. You sent this over to me. This was right from the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay website. social media put this up Tampa earlier. Social media. All right. So we're going to throw this up. Really cool graphic. We'll get myself and Adam out of the way. Uh, kind of just breaking down everything by him. It's, it's a, it's, it looks like a lot, but it's easily digestible. Uh, I like kind of everything they did here with goals by arena, top goalies he scored against, all his franchise records, lifetime shooting percentages. So you know, you follow this team and you follow him, which of all of this is the thing that, you know, jumps out at you? Honestly, it's, it's, if you look at the names with the primary assist by player, I know that's like a weird stat to kind of grab at, but you look at St. Louis, Cooch, Hedman, Kalorn, and then Teddy Purcell (laughs) to round out that top five. Um, the other one that's really cool, I think, is the, sh- the lifetime shooting percentage. He's at 16.8, yeah. uh, which is currently a franchise record, which I don't think – I mean, the only guy I think that could break that or actually has a chance is Braden Point, but he's got right. a long ways to go. But, I I mean, what else is there? What else? I, I mean, you look at this, Chris, and honestly, I mean, you look at the goals per season, how many seasons, what X amount of goals – you look at the goals, uh, just the franchise records. You look at all of it, and 
And alongside having one of the most iconic Stanley Cup final goals ever uh, and being the captain of back-to-back Stanley Cup, it, it's really at this point you, you have to ask yourself, you know, what else is there left to accomplish for this guy? Right. I, I, mean, I mean, he's, he's won a, he, <laughs> I believe he also has won a gold medal at Canada at one point. I think he was on one of those teams. Did he? I, I, I got to check I that right. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I think that, I mean, that's why I gave you a little smirk before when you said might squeeze him into the Hall of Fame because <laughs> I thought like three years ago he was a, a shoo-in for the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah. And he, he's just a great player. And the scary thing is, is that he's not even 33 yet, which is just wow. insane to think about. And and I always make the comparison on my show. And I'm, and I'm curious what our listeners might think about this assessment as well because I look at him. And I always say on my show, I say, if you take out all the major injuries that he's had, which we won't have enough time to get into, if you take that all out, I one can make the argument that he has somewhat of a similar career to Alexander Ovechkin. In terms and, of like value to his team? Well, not only not only value to his team, I think they both share the same amount of value to to their teams. But I think I won't, I'm not going to say that he he would he would have finished his career with 800 goals, but I think he would damn sure be close. I mean, I think we could say at this pace because he's been playing great this season after coming off his first 100-point season of his career. Mm-hmm. I think we could say that he's probably going to get to 600. He might get to 650 if he goes off a couple of years. In the next couple of years, he might okay. flirt with 700. Um, well, I mean, so he's th- he's he's not yet thirty three, or he is thirty three. He's on the verge. Okay, so yeah. I always just use the age of forty, you know, especially for for the the superstars. Yeah, uh, not all of them get there, but just use use the age of forty as like that will be what they play up to. So say he's got seven years left, can he score thirty goals a game for the next seven years? I don't know if he could score 30 goals a game, but I think a year is probably more realistic. Because I said 30 goals a game, didn't I? I did. Yeah. You sure did. <laughs> 30 goals a year. He could he could score 30 goals a year for seven straight years, could he not? I think he could. I yeah. and, and he okay. turns 33 in February, so he's just so, on the cusp. Yeah. I mean, like we said, we're we're great at mathing. That's that's <laughs> another 200 goals that he's got. So yeah, he I it, 700 in range. You know, barring injury, you always have to throw that in there. Yeah. Um, sure. Why not? I don't and think I, it's out of the realm of possibility. And I think yeah. the thing that plays into his favor and kind of bringing back the Ovechkin comparison, because I do kind of feel like they have a similar game, except Stamkos is a little bit better of a passer, which actually, ironically, Ovi has gotten better at over the last couple of years. Hmm. Um, I think what plays into Stamkos's favor in terms of possibly scoring more goals, getting to 700, maybe beyond, is he has so many weapons around him where Ovechkin kind of was always the guy that that team heavily relied on. Yeah. And where all he has to do, I mean, you watch a lightning game, and, I mean, you saw it during the cup finals last year, Chris. He just has to kind of just chill while Braden Point and Kucherov and co. just cook. And so – that's the other thing. Like he doesn't need to overexert himself on a nightly basis where you might see some of the other superstars have to 
So yeah, he does reap the benefits of of having a great supporting cast, uh, and and not that you know Ovechkin never did, but I don't think it was to the Stamkos level. I don't think it was to the Lightning level of a supporting cast. Yeah, uh, that he's got. So and that's not to his detriment. That that benefits him. That doesn't take yeah. away any of this stuff that you're seeing on the screen right now. So, um, you know, I, the thing that that I'm I look at is you know. Look at those goalies, the top goalies you scored against. Big names on there. You know, I when wish... you played that long, you, like you're gonna play up against those, you know, goalies that are playing all the time. So you got Carey Price, uh, Henrik Lundqvist, yeah. Mark Andre Fleury, Tuka Rask. Like, no spring chickens. I was shocked to see Carey Price at the top of that list. I know they play in the same division as the Lightning, but still, I mean, I. It, I kind of would have figured to see a little bit of, you know, some mid-level names out there, you know, mm -hmm. instead of instead of some of the greatest goaltenders yeah. in yeah. NHL history yeah. of, of this generation, like those uh, uh, wrestlers, like back in the eighties, like the yeah. note, like John Smith, who come, comes running out and just gets pinned in thirty seconds, like guys like that. Yeah, uh, no, like these are these are your big names. So, so what's next for it? Like you said, I don't know. I mean. No heart trophies, right? No, just Rashad trophies. Just Rashad uh, trophies. You know, at this stage in the game, it might be difficult to nab one of those with, you know, all these, you know, McDavid's going crazy year after year. It, yeah. Maybe that, that could be the one thing that he doesn't get, but that doesn't take away from uh, all those accomplishments you see right there. So, all right. Uh, we have a – we'll get to our top five. Our – power ranking top five power rankings and then uh, quickly we we'll talk about these uniforms that have uh been released one is uh out there one is not yet official but it leaked that's what it is for the all-star <laughs> game we're going to talk about it but first we have built bar and if you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and the calories then you have got to try built bar we just got through the holidays and a lot of people after the holiday season and a new year is upon us, obviously they make those New Year's resolutions to start eating a little bit healthier and you can incorporate Built Bar into that New Year's resolution. And why not? They taste like a candy bar. So you feel like you're still getting that, you know, not so good for you feeling with a candy bar, but they are uh, maybe better than a candy bar. And they're also like a candy bar covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, Denker. Real chocolate. What do you have to say about that, man? I mean, if it ain't real chocolate, I don't want it. I mean, we Simple don't want the that. fake chocolate. No. Are you a dark chocolate fan? Uh, the darker, the better. Yes. I, I mean, I'm a like 82% cacao guy, if, you, if you're asking <laughs> 82%. me. 82%. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they have some unbelievable flavors like the churro puff, the peanut butter brownie, and the coconut almond. And you no longer, if you want to, feel free to go over to bet or excuse me, built.com and order from their website, which you still can do. But now you can walk into a Sam's Club or a Walmart and buy them right off the shelf. So multiple ways now to get your built bars. Like I said, head to built.com and they always have uh, new flavors coming out over on their website or walk into a Walmart and Sam's Club. You can get a four bar box of chocolate, cookies and cream and double chocolate or coconut puffs. Go to built.com, make built bars part of your new year eating healthy resolution. 
Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice? Well, with Indochino, you can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde Herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com with code NHL. All right, so uh, why don't we throw out, you know, because this is a Thursday and we typically do power rankings, but with all this stuff going on, the ice and off the ice, we had to focus on that. But we still want to throw out at least five teams. We'll give people like our top five um this is probably going to be the most anticlimactic uh <laughs> number one maybe in, in the history of our power rankings but who do you got uh i gotta say boston you know i've been really holding out for the last couple of months and it's really don't go out on a limb Denker. don't you don't have to do that if you don't want to i was wrestling all night with this chris mm, sure. uh, but i mean boston is just Dude, they, they've, they've lost five games this year. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> We're halfway through the season and they've lost they, they've lost five games in regulation. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't like having the conversation of, like, where could this team stand? And, you know, they it, because we're halfway done with the year, they haven't won anything yet. Yeah. If they continue this pace, and if you want to fast forward to the end and, and say, like, they continue this pace and do end up winning – uh, Stanley Cup, and let's just double everything. Say they have ten losses and eight overtime losses. I think you are looking at one of the more dominant teams with the way that the game is played right now, under the the flat cap that we've been under. Yeah, it's it, it's tough to be this good, and they are right now. And I hate saying that, but you have to admit it. I mean, if we if they win the cup, I mean, we got to go back to like. Like the Gordy Howe days in Detroit with some of those teams that they rolled out where they were just steamrolling the rest of the league. Granted, yeah. they were playing five other teams at the time, so that's a little <laughs> different. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think the the thing that stands out with this team, not only obviously the record, but nobody expected this. Rem- no. There was no remote expectation that this was gonna happen this year. No. Or I, I think a lot of people looked at the Atlantic and and, and thought, okay, Toronto and, and and Tampa. And surprise, surprise, they're blowing everybody out of the water. Not only the division, but the league. And it's it's insane, yeah. Chris. And and it, it really grinds my gears that <laughs> it happens to be a team that plays in the same division as Tampa Bay. Uh, the crazy part about it is as far as overall standings go and in, in, in terms of points. The second place team right now, the Carolina Hurricanes, are 12 points behind them in the same amount of games played, 44 games played. So usually, like, even if, you know, when you have that team that's 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 clearly like the number one, 
whoever's number two usually isn't that far behind. Yeah. Maybe they're four or five, six at the most, but they're 12 points behind them right now. Yeah. It's it's just it's mind boggling just to and see that like that. They lost their first uh, regulation game at home last week uh, mm-hmm. to the Kraken. Thank you very to much. Finally, yeah. and uh, they're actually in the middle of a three game win streak, which is just. I mean, it, it's Chris. Their points percentage is point eight four one right now. Where that's, Carolina that's than some goalie save percentages. <laughs> where where Carolina is at seven oh five. That's crazy. Would you put Carolina at number two right now or no? I would have to. I I just yeah. feel like a lot of people still aren't on the Carolina bandwagon just because they mm-hmm. don't. I mean, they have like, and that's what makes them a very good team. They don't have just like a handful of like big name guys like you would see on some of the other top teams. They just have like. They're just solid from top to bottom. And I think that's why I feel like also if you're like betting on them for, for mm-hmm. long-term future props, I think you, you would, I would probably be safer with Carolina being the better team. Whereas like Boston, I, I just feel like Boston is a team that's going to fizzle out in the first round. And, and I'm not even saying that as like a hater. I'm just saying, I, I just feel like, you know, we, we saw it with Tampa Bay in 19. They they were going at full steam all season long, and they got uh, absolutely dogged by the Columbus Blue Jackets. And I kind of feel like that's what we're going to get at Boston, where, like, Carolina is just so – they're built for the playoffs, man. I, I think yeah, they're going to make yeah. a deep run. And, and yep. I think Carolina looks like one of the more disciplined teams, too. Like, they I've never really seen them make any, like – mistakes ever i mean they are a solid team yeah it's it's they're they're one of the teams i actually enjoy watching Mm -hmm. in the league right now and they they play great on a nightly basis so i would agree i think you know boston definitely is number one i would agree carolina is number two maybe here's where it's a little little bit interesting or or do you have number three winnipeg really really like winnipeg really like west Hey. I really, really, really like Winnipeg, uh, and they're and they're number they're another team just like Boston that I feel like people feel like this was kind of kind of be more of a step back year. I mean, everything that happened last yeah. year with them, and yeah. they're another team that just took off. You know, no pun intended, right away. <laughs> and Came I'm out. really on. I'm really on today. And <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing about them though is that you know the West is. Very exciting, and and I guess I'll cut right to it. Um, you know, I'll hit right at it. The mm-hmm. the team that they're tied with in the West is actually my my number four team too, mm-hmm. the, the Dallas okay. Stars, and and I think one of the better races that we have in the league that a lot of people I feel like aren't talking about. I feel like a lot of people are so mesmerized by Boston that we've completely forgot the three three four dog race that you have going out in the West. Yeah. So true. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, and I shouldn't be saying that I'm happy that you mentioned the jets because that's, you know, where my team is trying to catch them right now, but they do, they, they are for real. I think last year was just an outlier for them and they just didn't perform well. And and they didn't go out and make a ton of moves. I think they they stood pat and they were like, we believe in this team. We just have to play better. Um, So yeah, they, they look a lot better. Um, so you have them at 
three, and then you have the you had Dallas at four. Yes. And then who you have at number five? I know you're not gonna let your boys go too far without. This was tough, and so I, if we're doing top ten, I have Tampa just outside the fifth uh, okay. spot in the sixth. I would have to say, this is where it pains me once again. Toronto, I, another <laughs> team that I was, if if anybody's been listening to my show or listening to Locked On NHL, I have just been putting this off along with Boston and giving them any credit. Toronto, I mean, they're a good team, man. I, I, I still think they that they're gonna, I still think that they're not gonna make it very far in the playoffs, but they're a team that you can't argue with a team that has Austin Matthews, Nylander, Marner. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on of guys to where this team, if they just were able to to get some goaltending, because I I think that's where they kind of falter. Um, yeah, if, if they were able to have a solid goaltender. I, I think that they're a team that would easily be at the in the top three, but yeah, I, I would say yeah, Toronto okay. rounds it up for me. Rounds it out right. for me. What about you? Uh, so we'll see. Okay, we'll do f- five. I would put um, Toronto. Um, four, I would put Winnipeg. Three. Um, I, I I would I'd leave the Devils there right now. I would. I'd leave the Devils at, at three. Um, and then, like we said, uh, two Carolina Hurricanes and number one, um, the Colorado Avalanche. No, I'm kidding. Real the question Avalanche. is, yeah. uh, where do you, if we're extending mm-hmm. to the top ten real quick, where do you have Seattle? God, like, uh, they had that incredible road trip. Right. Yeah. And you, you look at that and you're like, okay, man, like seven in a row. Like, okay. Um, and they're, they're still, I mean, uh, God, I mean, they're top 10 easily. I think, yeah. I think they are definitely a top 10. I probably would slot them in like seven or eight. Okay. I would put them around like seven or eight right now. Yep. And, and I, I think I, they're deserving of it. I, I just, the one thing that is holding up with me with them, uh, they'll get through the regular season. Yeah, goaltending uh, is exploited in the playoffs. Yeah, they do not have it. So they they will they'll out you can outscore teams during the regular season, um, but when it comes to the playoffs, you're up against the best of the best, and those teams will make your goalies look silly. And that's that's my issue with the Kraken is I don't think they have the goaltending to really do anything in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I mean that's. That's like 90% of the battle in the playoffs, man. Yep. And yeah, I mean, the Kraken also, they're, they're like, going back to my point before, they remind, they're like the Carolina Hurricanes of the West. I, I just feel like they're, they've have a good team from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. They have some names that are their guys on a nightly basis, but those guys aren't like superstars. They, they aren't going to no. be the guys that are going to carry a team, but right. you don't need that. I mean, and I think that you're going to see that a lot more often with playoff teams. You're not going to see, and I can't believe the words are coming to my mouth, you're not going to see, like, a team like the Oilers with these great players, like all all world players and Dreisaitl McDavid, be able to carry you through a playoff run anymore. I think Mm -hmm. that last year was kind of like the last page in the book of seeing that. I think now we're – 
I think a lot more GMs also, like you said, in the salary cap era with what Boston's doing, I think we're going to see us a lot more teams now, you know, that are cash strapped, you know, not paying these huge superstars. They're going to want to try and distribute their talent to evenly throughout the entire team. And, and I think that's what you're going to see from now off. Then, you know, if you have a good goaltender, like what with Winnipeg's doing, if you have like a hell of a kind of guy, you could kind of make pieces fit everywhere else mm-hmm. in the yeah. roster. Yeah. So we'll see how it all uh, breaks down for the second half. So uh, yeah. we're running a little long, so we won't get to the uh, uniform thing. So we'll do a quick thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, Arizona Coyotes. New third uniforms that they revealed. Thumbs up or thumbs down for you? Thumbs down. I'm going, I go thumbs up with that. I, I, the uglier, the better. Better for me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. it. It it takes a it takes a really ugly jersey for me to not like it, and even those I still kind of like. Uh, and then the the All Star game was kind of leaked. It's kind of like reverse retro All Star yeah. game back from the '94 big like star things at the bottom. Um, kind of with the the Florida Panthers reverse retro color scheme with like the pink and the black mixed in. So uh, Miami colors, baby. That's thumbs what it up. is. Thumbs up. I can't. Even, I can't even give it a thumbs up. I gotta. Get, I just gotta say these jerseys are dope, Chris. They're awesome. <laughs> They're, They're awesome. so cool. <laughs> They're so cool. I, I love them. I, I love hope. Them. I hope these are real. I hope these aren't fake. I think. I think it's. Uh, you. You were seeing it uh, like. A couple of weeks ago, and now like the one that you, that came out today, they were they're on a hanger somewhere. Like it, it, it's them, it's them. So um, I like them. I like them. So all right, um, that'll wrap it up for this week. We'll be back next week with uh, likely a full schedule for power rankings, which we typically do. But like I said, had to cover other other things on this episode. So. Uh, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated and uh, tuning in. And he is Mr. Adam Denker from Locked on Lightning. And I am Chris Maselli from Locked on Avalanche. Appreciate everybody turning tuning in. And we'll see you guys next week. members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today